0: Welcome everyone to another episode of Full Definition, where we're exploring the full life that Jesus said he came to offer each and every single one of us. So amazing. And what we do here on FT is we're exploring what that really means. Like, what does it look like to have full life? How can we get more of it in our daily lives? On the last episode, I was chatting with Kara, and she told us about the source of her courage. Jesus Christ. She gets all her courage from God. And that is exactly who we all need to be our source of courage because he gives us the courage, the genuine article, the courage that helps us stand strong in the times when we need it the most. And on this episode, we're going to jump back into that conversation with Kira about courage, talking about lots of things, especially how we stay encouraged when circumstances might be difficult. Check this out. You know, I've known times of that courage in my life when I feel like, you know what, I can genuinely do anything. I feel like, you know, go to, go to, I can do anything. He's in me. You know, I'm praying prayers, which are like sort of so bold and out there. And I've seen him answer stuff. Mm. But there are other times when, you know what, Jenny, I get discouraged. Yeah. And and it can be it can be tough sometimes. You know, you mentioned sort of feeling isolated and being lonely. If if you're if you're doing something that is kind of like tough going. And you sort of feel like you're on your own, or you know, mm. you don't you don't have a lot of support. It could be tough. You can get discouraged, you know. What what do we do when we get discouraged? What would you do? Yeah,
1: um, I think do it's, you ever get discouraged? Yeah, I th- no, definitely. I think it's tough. I think, you know, I've been thinking about prayer a lot recently, mm. and and you know, unanswered prayer, mm. things that that I think sometimes the things that we don't understand why, you know, we've prayed so much for something mm-hmm. and it hasn't, hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Or particularly around, you know, healing it's, mm. you know, where we cannot, we just can't, I just can't fathom why somebody wouldn't, you know, wouldn't be healed or, yeah. and I think that is where I suppose it's, it's easy to, uh, to get discouraged, but, I have seen God do so many incredible things. And somebody told me very early on, actually, in my walk with Jesus, that write everything down. Mm. Uh, Write even the littlest things down, the littlest words, the littlest things that happen that you think, oh, that can only be God. Mm. How incredible. And because you'll forget them. And I just, oh, no, what? Oh, no, this is so amazing. I'll never forget this. Yeah. But I have there's lots and lots of stuff that I haven't written down that I kinda of regret, but you know, you can't do that. But mm. uh but I I do try and write down as much as I possibly can or as much as I remember of when God has been faithful. Yeah. Um, when he has he has come through on his promises mm. and I now am get you know, get got quite a sort of big book, quite a big, you know, getting <laughs> nice. that of of times that I can look back on when I'm yeah. discouraged yeah. and I'm always in- amazed by some of the stuff that I read when I go back and read sort of stuff from three years four years ago mm. that I've totally forgotten yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. and I
1: said I would never forget <laughs> but if I had not written I that down do I, yeah. it, would be, it would be totally gone yeah. but the yeah. encouragement and the faith building that I get from that mm where i get to remember that god's promises mm-hmm. you know are always true he yeah. is always faithful yeah. that is what keeps me going it it reminds me mm-hmm. that just because i haven't seen something happen yet or it's happened differently to how i prayed for it or mm. or how i imagined I know that it will be better because every single time it has been far far better mm. than I could ever have imagined. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that almost is like a it's like my evidence bank. I
0: love it. You know <laughs> that I can
1: like that I can draw on yeah. Yeah, when the yeah, 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 when yeah. the tank's getting low. So good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so good. I love that. You know
0: something just occurred to me which I thought uh we should talk about is that there might be someone listening who for them it's not that they don't remember what God has done, but, you know, they, 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 they've been abandoned by people. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, people, so, so you know, when, when they're you're surrounded by people who are supporting you and, and you know, you, you feel encouraged, you feel like you're able to do things. But, but when the people who you were kind of counting on kind of abandoned you for whatever mm. reason, you, you feel discouraged. What would you say to, to someone who's listening who, who's going through that experience?
1: I think that is very real because mm. we are all human beings. Yeah. Um, we're fallen, you know, we're yeah, we're human beings who who mess up and mm-hmm. with even in the with the best of intentions we hurt each other. Yeah. And yeah. and there is there are a lot of again, there's there's things that there's jealousy, competition. Mm. Um, you know, we might not we might face People who who aren't always for us. Yeah. But again, I think it was about a year ago that I felt that I felt that God had spoken to me really clearly about mm-hmm. a couple of things for my life, mm-hmm. and I had quite a lot of opposition uh, from people who I think were maybe further along even in their faith or more experienced at me than me in different things, and mm-hmm. and it felt like I was. I could burn some bridges mm-hmm. going against, you know, in in fighting for what I believed that God had said to me. Yeah. But I, I think I listened to a sermon about something totally unrelated at the time. And it was John Tyson, um, He's pastor of Church of the City, New York. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, sometimes God wants us to knock on closed doors. The doors don't always... Oh, you know, we say, oh, the doors are open mm-hmm. and that's what God wants. But actually, it was an absolute revelation. It changed everything <laughs> for me. Mm. You do have to discern, Is it are the doors not opening because it's not for me? Or mm-hmm. it is, mm-hmm. are the doors not opening because we live in a fallen world mm. and there is opposition to some kingdom stuff that God wants to do? Mm. And I really felt that. And I went with my gut that I really felt it was God. Yeah. And the doors did, I pushed like, it was like one last time, yeah, yeah. you know, before the absolute end of the road, I thought I'm going to just go one more time. Yeah. And then the door did open yeah. absolutely miraculously in the oh, space yeah. of 24 hours. Mm-hmm. But I think that was a massive lesson that God was teaching me of that sometimes the, the door will only open when you push it and you have to push really hard. And there might be people who are pushing on the other side of the door Um <laughs> But again, he yeah. is he's with us, and mm. yeah, it's not the easiest thing sometimes to know mm. what you know what God wants. But he always speaks to us if mm. we ask him, mm-hmm. um, if we come to him with that. Mm. But it, it you know it isn't it isn't the easiest thing. So, but it, it comes back to to staying as close to God as possible, yeah. to listening to His voice mm. because His is often the quietest voice in the room so time spent with him is so so important so Mm -hmm. that we can kind of tune out the the maybe the discouraging voices that we're hearing yeah because those will always be louder (laughs) annoyingly (laughs) (laughs) so
0: so (laughs) so to this point i think we've discussed some discouragement uh, and kind of like, sort of holding us back from doing the things that, you know, God might be calling us to do or, or things like that. But discouragement can also be a good thing if you flip it around. Say someone is under pressure to do something they're not supposed to do. Mm. A friend could discourage them from doing that and say, you know what, I'm actually going to encourage you to do mm. the right thing. But then to do that also requires courage. Absolutely. Huge <laughs> amounts of courage, I yeah. think.
1: I think it takes huge amounts of courage to to not do something that either people are really encouraging you to do mm. or uh, or and it it takes courage to, to be that voice mm. in a, in someone's life to a friend somebody you know yeah. but i think the key is doing that in relationship mm. you know i i wouldn't feel comfortable yeah, speaking into someone's life yeah if I hadn't already built that relationship with them, yeah. that they trust me and I trust mm, them, mm. Um, because then that's easy to slip into the, to it looking like judgment, yeah. um, condemnation, so mm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and that and we none of us none of us want that. No. Uh, so it all comes it comes down to opening up to one another, being vulnerable, mm. doing life with with people, yeah. so that. You know, I have a, f- a couple of people in my life who I hope and I think would can call me out on stuff. Mm. You know, mm. who's like, you shouldn't you shouldn't be doing that or you <laughs> should be doing this or yeah. what or. But encouraging you rather than saying, you know, do this, don't do this. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Rather so thinking, good. have you thought about it this way? What about this? Mm. Asking questions, I think. But I do know that I don't respond well to, naturally, to criticism. I mean, yeah. I don't know who does. Yeah. And so, but if it's like, I know this person loves me, yeah, then I can Excited. take it.
0: Mm. And, and that's the thing about, you know, when God speaks to us, we know he loves us. Mm, yeah, um, We know he loves us. And so... It, because, you know, the Bible, when, we read it, when I read the Bible, I see a lot of like, you know, don't do this, instead do this. Mm. And it's God sort of saying, you know, I, 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 I'm going to reduce the stuff that's not good for you in your life and increase the stuff that is good for you in your life. Uh, and so, but, but we can trust Him because of that love. And I think it's so important that you just pointed out that in our own human relationships, it, there has to be that love, first of all. You know that, that, That's the foundation. That's the basis of speaking into anybody's life. Yeah. So good. So good. As I was thinking about this whole topic of courage, the story of like the apostles uh, just yeah. is being I, mean, I just read again and again oh, yeah. of, of how, especially in Acts 4, I think it's Acts 4, where this is just after Jesus has risen and like got into heaven and they just see him go to heaven and then they come there, and the Holy Spirit has filled all of them, and then they start going out to preach the good news yeah. of the gospel in the name of Jesus, salvation in Jesus Christ. And then a guy at the temple gets healed. I think he was lame or, or, or something. I can't remember the, the story exactly. But he gets healed miraculously. And people have known who he was. because yeah. he, he was always there. And then the disciples get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they get arrested. And, and the, the like leaders of the Jewish society at that time tell them very sternly, don't ever preach in the name of Jesus Christ again. Because they, yeah. they can see that a, a man has literally who couldn't walk before has now been healed and can walk. So they, they can't. They can't really say, these guys are bad. <laughs> but yeah. but they're telling them, you know. don't appreciate. And then the very next day, they go back, they pray together. And then they're preaching the gospel again. And I think, wow, yeah. what courage. Yeah. Like, you've just been arrested. And you know that Jesus was crucified. <laughs> you know, these, these are the same people. It's not like this was like 100 years later or whatever. No. These are the same people who condemned Jesus to death. Yeah. And I just think, wow, that is incredible courage. But the thing that you've been saying through this whole time is what happened to them they were filled with the Holy Spirit yeah you know like I don't know before what, they were yeah, yeah I mean I
1: think it is in that in Acts that before they before they go anywhere before they do anything mm. it says they were filled with the Holy Spirit yeah. they prayed for the Spirit to be with them mm. and then they sent them out mm. and there is I don't think there's any way that they would have been able to do what they did yeah because the Spirit went before them the Spirit was with them, Mm. and I think it's that really interesting thing of people quite often say, oh, well, you know, did Jesus really rise, was really resurrected? Did he come back from the dead? The disciples stole the body, or the disciples (laughs) could have hidden it, you know, and they faked it, and they wrote it in the the Gospels. Mm. The thing is, that makes absolutely no sense at all, because they... Every single one of them ended up dying for their faith, mm. so they were martyred, and they died you know mostly horrific yeah. crucifixions themselves, yeah. beheadings yeah. you know themselves mm. and I just can't imagine anything in my in in my life whatsoever that I would be willing to die for mm. for that was a lie, yeah. Yeah. You know, you're you in that point. You don't let it get that far before yeah. you say, well, hands up, yeah, we it's a lie. We stole the body, we hid him. <laughs> you wouldn't die for a lie. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And I think that's why also I pray so much still for the gift of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think faith and courage also are really closely linked. Yeah. Because it, it was there unwavering absolutely certain faith mm. that Jesus had been raised from the dead that he came back and walked among them yeah. that meant that they couldn't they couldn't do anything else but go back to the you know the temple the next day yeah. and still and preach that <laughs> message and I think that was for me as well after mm. you know being filled with the Holy Spirit and it it was a moment where I, I was in shock, I think, the first time that it happened to me almost mm-hmm. because I thought this is every question in my life that I've ever had. Every big wow. question I've ever had in my life has been answered. Yeah, right. I now know without a shadow of a doubt yeah. that God exists, yeah. that the supernatural exists. Wow. And, and I can't ever get away from that fact. Yeah. But also, that means that I want everything. If this is true, mm. I want everything that is on offer yeah. that God has. Yeah. If the creator of the universe wants a relationship with me, Amazing. then you can't just go back to your normal life and just be <laughs> like, oh, no, I'll just forget that ever happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, no, we, like, I, this is, you've got to have everything and life in all its fullness. Yeah. And I think that's, again, it's the disciples. I can only imagine that's how they kind of, they felt. It was like, well, we can't, what do we do with this information? <laughs> we can't unsee Jesus raised from the dead. Yeah. We can't deny this has happened. Yeah. And I think the feeling that you get being filled with the Holy Spirit, mm. you it's not something you want to forget. Certainly I don't want to just forget about it. It's yeah. like, because it's the most amazing feeling in the world. Mm. And you also want other people to ex- experience it. Yeah, definitely. You know, you're de- desperate for all the other people in the temple that day. I'm sure that yeah. they, you'd, to know mm-hmm. how incredible this is, yeah. and I guess that's the only thing that I'd be, you know, you'd be willing to die for.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's that's so <laughs> true. That's so that's so. You know, what I love about Jesus is that. He was courageous. Mm. Um, oh my goodness, yeah. You know, like, he, he, he never asks us to do something that he hasn't done himself. Jesus walked a tough road when he was yeah. here on earth. And imagine leaving your, sort of like, heavenly setup <laughs> to come to earth and and to, to go through a crucifixion that you know is is... Is a false judgment. You've been falsely accused. You've yeah. been lied against. You, you, to to humble yourself so much that you submit yourself mm. in obedience to God, but to the authorities who are going to crucify you when you created them. And then not only that, but you know, he he won our freedom at the cost of his own life, and that required huge courage. Like oh, he, I, mean, I mean, I just got it, man.
1: To submit. Complete you know, when he said in the Garden of Gethsemane, mm. you know, not my will but yours. Yeah. And I think there is something incredibly moving that he asked God, you know, take this cup from me. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. that the the how he must have been feeling in that moment like i don't i don't want to do this yeah, like who yeah. does who who would want to do that to yeah. suffer the basically the most horrific death yeah known no, to man, no, no. and then he said that but but said no, but I will do it, mm. and i again you know you know now i i haven't i wasn't a christian, i suppose more sort of six years ago even yeah. i did I did some, you know, read a bit of the Bible at school if you, you had to, but I certainly hadn't read the Bible since I left school yeah. before I did an alpha course and came to faith. And then I thought, oh, I actually dug out the only Bible that I had in my house hmm. was the Good News Bible that I had been given at school, yeah. still had my name written in it. Oh, yeah. And I, it, it was, you know, had like pictures in it. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, I, I, should, I should check this out and I started reading. Um, the Gospels, and I, when I got to the first um, account of, you know, Jesus's crucifixion and death, Mm. I knew about it, I'd read about it, I suppose, years and years ago, if you you hear about it, but when I read it for the first time, Mm. knowing Jesus, I just, I just wept, I Mm. was... I was... I just... It was like devastation for the pain that he endured. Yeah. But also then just this incredible sense of just... I just couldn't believe. Mm. It was just... It all hit me that he did that for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And if I'd been the only person left in the world, Mm. he would have done that. He would have suffered that way. Yeah. And... I just couldn't I it was like almost I couldn't get my head around it mm. that um because you know, I have a I have a brother mm. and or any member of my family that it would have been like for me it became one of them doing yeah. that for me. Yeah. That's yeah. the the relationship that we can have mm. that I never ever imagined that we could have with Jesus yeah. is that of a fa- it's a father. It's a brother. Mm. It's a best friend. It's mm. a sister. Mm. Whatever you know. It and it is that person in your life who would would give up their life for you wow. in a heartbeat, and not just give up their life, but but suffer torture that I just couldn't get my head around. I mean, I just couldn't get my head around it. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, no man, definitely, definitely. Like it, it, it hit me as well. Uh, I gotta confess that well, you know this e- this Easter just passed. I cried. Mm. <laughs> you know, I don't know if every I'm single crying. Easter. I do not cry. I was yeah. like, "Wow, it just it just hit me like," because as you said, it's immense to think, and 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 he does that for each and every one of us. And I, you know, that there, there are probably gonna be lots of people listening who you know have no idea what we're talking about when we say a relationship with Jesus. Yeah, and you know, they're probably going through situations where they need courage. Maybe it will work. Maybe you, something someone's doing something that you know isn't right and you're the most junior person at the table. Yeah. And, you know, you, you feel like you need to speak up, but, you know, everybody who's senior says, hey, you know, B is the right answer. Yeah. You know, or it could be anything. You could be a college and you could be like your mates just telling you, hey, let's go, you know, let's go do this thing that, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun, but actually, you know, for yourself that that's not a good thing to do and it's like do I stand out do I do I, do I be sort of like almost excommunicated from my friendship group mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff like what would you say to someone who you know doesn't have that relationship with God because you know that, that's where you and you and I are coming from yeah but but a lot of people um out you know don't don't know Jesus yeah um so so what, what would you say to them if they're going through a situation where you know they're feeling discouraged at the moment and they just need some encouragement
1: Yeah, that is, it is really, really tough. I think we're faced nowadays, I think on a daily basis Mm. with situations where, especially with the the injustice that we see (laughs) all around us. Mm. And it's like, am I going to be the person and face up to the consequences or accept the consequences in order to be the person that, uh, that sort of stands up and says, no, this isn't right. Yeah or says no i'm not going to i'm not going to do that thing yeah. um and i i just know that i have found even and it, even if you it it helps if you know god and you have that relationship with jesus it helps mm. but even if you don't mm. it's i once actually when i was at school i had a situation where i felt i really had to stand up for Somebody, a friend of mine, and uh, actually, this comes down to I, I think, some of the stuff around gender, mm. I suppose, inequality. But uh, a guy, we were in a club, and he, a guy was being really nasty to a friend of mine, mm. and and I, I felt like I, and I did, I stepped in, and I probably, d- I definitely didn't do it probably in the right way or as healthily as kindly as I could have, mm. but he he spat in my face in that moment wow. and then after that it was kind of told I was still at oh. school at the time and it was told it sort of I was asked like what did I do yeah. to provoke him it was like my fault oh. wow. okay. and and somebody then said to me I'd been going through quite a lot of stuff at the time similar things and uh, somebody said to me why does it have to be you why does it always have to be you why, do you just, why can't you just keep quiet like and I said, but I, I don't want to be that person. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the person that keeps quiet. I'd rather take what, it, what the consequences. Wow. And yes, it, I definitely have not always done that at all. There are so many times where I feel I could have stood up or I could have you know, spoken up mm. stronger, mm. more. And I think God definitely has helped me yeah. to do that more. But I just don't, I would say to anybody who's struggling with that at the moment, I don't want to live with me, mm. the person that doesn't speak up. Mm. Because it ends up eating me up inside mm. anyway. Mm. And I kind of end up feeling terrible. I probably feel like worse than if I'd spoken up and taken the consequences. Mm. And yeah, we it, it's not as easy as that. Because obviously some of us, you know, it's like, It could be your jobs on the line, or your relationship, or a really good friendship. And we all have to weigh those things up Mm. really, you know, really carefully. Mm -hmm. But I do think in the long run, the sort of short-term safety of not speaking up, Mm. then ends up being, it it eats me up inside. Mm. And I end up feeling terrible about it anyway. So the the kind of feeling that you can say oh I I was I had that integrity I spoke up in the moment long term hmm. will always be will, will always be worth it yeah
0: yeah so good so good oh I loved it. you know one of the things that is just being part of my experience has been if I get discouraged. Or I'm trying to do something. I, I I try and surround. Like I try and look at who who's around, around me. Oh yeah. Um, because I find like that that's also something that's that's really important. If you have a lot of voices encouraging you to do the wrong thing or pushing you in one direction, then then it becomes difficult to, to stand to stand for what you know is, is right. Yeah. And you know, so that that's, that's one of the things I, I have walked with. Um, you know, guys who are my brother, like you know, they're not my real brothers, but they become my brothers, you know, over the years. Because mm. you know, when I'm going through stuff, I call them, I text them, I'll be like, "Yeah, this is happening." I, you know, I've got a huge decision, and you know, I'm gonna have this meeting at work, and I, you know, pray for me. I need yeah. help, anything. You know, I think there's a there's a huge place for our community to support, you know, encourage each other, and so it's, it's really important that. Each of us kind of, you know, be be real with ourselves and examine. You know, who are the people around us? Are? What what kind of words are we getting? Because that's that's the main form in which encouragement comes in. In words, it's in what people say. It's in what God says to us. You know, if He says you'll be all right, go to focus. You know, then you yeah. then, then you get that courage. You're like, oh, I receive that word. And the other thing I think, you know, why I love what you said about being that person that kind of takes the brunt of the repercussions is because. Encouragement is contagious. Yeah. Um, when I, when you see someone stand up for what's right and you know face up to someone and say, "Look, you, you know this isn't right. Can you please not do that?" You're encouraged. You're also sort of like, "Yeah, okay, they can do it. You know, I can do it." I also feel like you know, so, so there's that there's that <laughs> contagious nature of encouragement or, or boldness. You know, so when, when when you do something courageous, people see it and it kind of spreads. You don't even need to tell them about it you know, just witness it, they're like, wow, that's amazing. I'm also feeling encouraged just by seeing you. Absolutely. You know, uh, yeah, so I think that's one of the... Yeah, I have,
1: yeah. Um, the last couple of years, I've walked with a friend through, in you know, really, really tough time at work and things, mm. and I think she ended up being in a sort of, a, in effect, a whistleblowing situation. Wow. And some of the things that she did, mm. I often said i don't know whether i would have been able to do yeah, that yeah. and but seeing and and going and hearing and walking with her through that mm. it was it was really really tough mm. but it definitely gave me i i hope if i it gave me the kind of encouragement to say if if i'm ever in that situation mm. you know I saw what, what she did and yeah. how God was so faithful and w- was mm. with her every step of the way mm-hmm. and every single thing that he told her. Yeah. You know, he came through on mm. that maybe, you know, hopefully I would I'll be able to do that yeah. because I've seen her do it. Mm. And it absolutely just blew me away. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's making sure yeah. I just tried my best to be that support for her mm-hmm. and that encouragement you know when she needed it yeah. and that is so important to have those people around you yeah. and we all I mean I would just say as well I think we all know deep down if there's a if there's a voice or a person or something in our lives that is we know is not the best for us or not the most encouraging mm. you know Sometimes it's the hard, it is a bit of a hard decision to, yeah. to say, well, I can love that person, mm. but I can love them from afar because they're not the best for me. Yeah.
0: Uh, we well, need encouragement to do that.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need other people around us. Yeah. You know, you just can't do, we can't, life alone, I think we said it earlier, yeah. it's just so much worse <laughs> than life with others. Yeah. As the introvert that I am, you know, I, I, yeah, I need to spend a little bit of time on my own, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but we can, you know, we can do anything with God, mm. but we can also, it's, it's, God speaks through other people, God yeah. uses other people in our yeah. lives, yeah. and, and we need, we need them.
0: Say good, say good. You know, one thing that I wanted to, to draw on, because I know a little bit about your story, you, 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 moved, you said earlier, like, you moved from, from, uh, teaching um, into working in the church now, yeah, and that must have taken some courage to to uh, to to do, or you know.
1: Thanks, <laughs> yeah, but I think again, I mean, at, at different points, I guess I didn't know what it was going to look like, and mm. and I love teaching. I never, I thought when I started teaching that I would that that was it. Yeah. I I'd found my thing. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it was very out of the blue mm. when I really I felt that God was calling me into full time ordained ministry, yeah. something I would never have thought about you know thought in a million years, and it felt like a risk, leaving something that I loved, yeah. to go into something that I had no idea whether I would love, yeah. because God asked me to. Mm. But I hear, you know, I do, I've heard this a lot and it becomes truer for me every day. God doesn't call us out of things. He calls us into them. Mm -hmm. And so I could go into it knowing that he'd called me in and I thought, well, I have to trust, you know, and and courage, I think, is also linked to that, to trust. I Mm -hmm. trust him. I don't know exactly what it's going to look like. He's slightly annoying sometimes (laughs) in that he gives us the next step. That yeah. he wants us to take, he doesn't give us the ten next steps. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He just says, "Do this." Mm-hmm. But it's, I think, the more, you know, almost the greater the step into the unknown, mm. the more incredible the gift, yeah. almost that God gives. Yeah. The almost like, I, I don't want to, but I guess the way to say it is, the bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the reward is not it. Yeah, but yeah. it's. It's like sometimes the biggest things that he calls us to trust us, trust him in mm. are the things that have the most potential
0: yeah.
1: to be uh, incredible in our lives. And I've certainly found that it's, but, it, but he also only, he only gives us the next step, but he only asks us to take the next step. Yeah. So it's like one step at a time, mm. you know, it's just, oh, okay, I can do this one thing today. I can, for me, it was, I can go and have this one coffee with one yeah. person and talk about what this might look like. Yeah. And three years later, it ended in, oh, okay, I can take this one step and going to my first day of theological college. <laughs> and then three years after that, it can be like, okay, well, I can take this s- step today of going to St. Paul's and getting ordained. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: good. That was a
1: big step. But, yeah. but yeah. each one of them were just single ones along the way. Yeah he doesn't that's ask so us beautiful. to do more than he, than he knows we can manage
0: yeah oh that's fantastic and I think that is just a perfect place to just close it out because you know for anyone listening Jesus is full of so much grace, love, mm. joy, peace like all this much. and, and have so much encouragement to us in the pace. I love the picture Kira got of Jesus just standing and waiting patiently at the boat you know that is it there's no pressure from him, but it's like an open invitation to everyone to come into relationship with him and experience what life walking with him is like. You, 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 you get, I mean, encouragement is just one of the many things yeah. that we get from Jesus. So, to anyone listening, um, you know, if you're having an amazing season in your life where you're feeling super encouraged, this is great. Like let it be contagious, encourage others to do good things. And so other people who are maybe struggling with whatever it is, just know that one, you're not alone. Whether you know Jesus or not, he loves you. <laughs> right? Yeah. And he he went to the cross for you. And you can just ask him, I want, I want this relationship. I want this, you know, <laughs> this strength from the Holy Spirit that everyone's talking about, this encouragement we don't be talking about here. You know, you want it for yourself and he will absolutely, completely free, just give it to mm-hmm. you. So, guys, whatever you're doing, wherever you're listening to this, I just pray that you get the strength and encouragement from Jesus, however he sends it to you. Keep your eyes open. Like Kira said, he speaks through people. He can speak through a billboard. He can speak through anywhere he's got. Um, he yeah. loves getting in touch with us and is just waiting for us to respond to him. So, guys, I hope somehow you have been encouraged by listening to Kira and me mumble a little bit, but it's been so good, Kira. Thank you
1: so much. Uh, Thanks so much. It's been an amazing, uh, amazing chat and and really encouraging for me. Yeah. Take courage. (laughs) I'm taking that from tonight.
0: So good. All right, guys, until next time.